This podcast is very not safe for work. Well, I'm glad you feel so strongly about it because I brought him along. Oh, you prankster. What? Is he in your fanny pack? No. Daddy Dwarf said and stepped aside to reveal Link behind him. Here's Link. Link, that's Boat. Say hi. Yeah, said Link. <laughs> <laughs> Such a manly voice. Shit! It's far too many eyes. Last time on Friday Night Fan Fiction. Glad you can make it down here, detective. We could really use her assistance on this one. Jeez, is that the body? Holy Christmas, what happened to him? You're supposed to tell us. You're the detective. That's the third one this month. We gotta find this creep before they strike again. Based on the compound fractures, the shattered cartilage around the wrist, the severe head trauma, it looks like they were forced to read bad fanfiction until their bodies revolted and destroyed them from the inside out. Sir, we also found this near the body. Why would there be a cassette recorder here? The sick bastard. The suspect must have been recording it for their own enjoyment. And it seems they wanted us to hear something, too. Well, let's give it a listen. Should we really do that? I've seen horror movies that started this way. I've also seen hentai that started this way. Hello, Mr. Police Cop Slowman. If you have hopes to find me and stop me, you will have to play my game. Each week I will send you the worst fanfiction I can find. You must read it and survive, or the bodies will keep coming. Please help me! He's already made me read four stories! I don't think Damn, how did he know my name was Police Cops Lawman? (laughs) Sir, why did the power just go out? Oh god, I just got hit with some paper. (laughs) It couldn't be. It can't be. Your mind and body can't possibly be ready for the thrilling conclusion of Friday Night Fan Fiction. Brought to you by Night Horse Media. Director, Grand Monat. Executive Producer, Corporate Steve. Do I need to be recording? No, you don't need to record. That's what we have Craig for. Oh. I mean, you guys can record if you want to and then ship it to me. I don't mind having extra files to work with. That's okay. I've stopped recording. Wait, what? I've stopped recording. Why did you stop recording? Because I wanted to stop recording. Okay. Can you start recording again? I sure hope Dave isn't trolling Steve and is definitely actually still recording right now. Oh, and then Steve was gone. Hi, Dane. I like that dog. Ooh, squeaks. You like Crash 2 or 3 better? 2. Yeah? Yeah, Crash 2 is the superior product. What's the best Jet Moto? Jet Moto 2. What's the best Terminator? Terminator 2. What's the best Silent Hill? Uh... Homecoming. <laughs> Get Brian on the mic. I want to talk to him. Uh, L- Brian, Logan wants to talk to you. Brian, what's the best Silent Hill game? Um, the general consensus is that two is the best. However, I think the first three are all equally strong, just in varying different ways. That's a very updated opinion on <laughs> the old Brian answer of Silent Hill 2. <laughs> so you guys going to be getting that PlayStation Classic? No. no. <laughs>
I got it at half time. <laughs> I have a PlayStation 2. Why would I need one? Because that would be stupid. I got like six indie games I still got to play. We've got an entire library of fucking stolen ROM hack files. Plus, I actually don't even remember the PS1 very well. How old were you? Like six? I think. Yeah, let me check. Oh, God, really? Oh, I was two, dude. Oh, Jesus. I was born in 92. <laughs> this was in 94. Oh, my God. Bitch, I was one. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so I missed it. What's the Lucario romance thing that we're not going to be able to read? Oh, no, no. Lucario. Oh, darn. I was thinking Pokemon. No, it is Pokemon. It's just the story premise is dude discovers that fucking his Pokemon is cool. As one does. I mean, I feel like that's how they all go. Everybody is like, oh, yeah, I understand. It's fine. That's love. And then the dude <laughs> dies halfway through the story and God himself is like, yo, that's all right. <laughs> I forgot about that. Well, we got Pokemon here in the afterlife. I guess I'm going to have to start reading that on my own time. <laughs> it's pretty great. It's 426,000 words. That's long fit territory. That's beyond long fit. That's like three seasons. That's one piece of Pokemon. Fuck. Yes, I imagine there's quite a bit of that. Also, why'd they kill off the main character halfway through? I guess, spoil alert. I would assume it's because nobody liked the main character. Oh, they should have done that with Slicey on Daycare. <laughs> Instead of restarting it two fucking times. Why spend $99 on a PlayStation Classic when you can hack a PSP and never shut the fuck up about it? <laughs> <laughs> the one that Ricario Romance is a sequel to is only 200,000 words. Forbidden Love. Okay, perfect. We can read that one instead. It's only a season and a half long. No, that's longer than Slaceon. Ah, silence. Hi! Oh, hi! Honk! No honks. Wait, no, that's Logan's line. It's no horns. We are just letting that awkward silence hang in the air when we talked about three seasons worth of Pokemon fix. Yeah. Wait, wait, what were we just doing, Sam? The Forbidden Lucario Love or whatever the hell it's called. Oh, Lucario Romance? Yeah. Yeah, that's the one. How long is that, by the way? 420,000 words. All right. Well, no time like the present. Let's get started reading Rucario Romance right now. Please, no. I'm sorry I brought it up. I didn't hear any objections, so I'm assuming that this joke is dead on arrival. Please, no. I'm sorry I brought it up. Thank you. Forbidden Love is only 200,000 words. <laughs> it's the prequel to Rucario Romance. Still no. That's a light appetizer before we start reading Sonic's Ultimate Harem. Oh, boy. I think that's 1.4 million words now. Jesus. It's still not the longest one. Yeah. Hi, everybody. I'm in pain. I'm in pain, too. Hi, in pain. I'm dead. I'm not in pain physically. Only slight pain. Raise your hand audibly. Make a whooshing noise. Raise your hand if you're in pain. Whoosh. 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 <laughs> 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 David's in so much pain he can't even make the noise. Poor David. This is Friday Night Fan Fiction where we discuss our various ailments. I have an ailment. What's your ailment, Dave? Uh, it's a craft IPA. <laughs> Ooh, get the stuff. <laughs> oh. My ailment is that I need cash now. Well, if you have a structured settlement, you could call JG Wentworth 877 Cash Now. Oh. I hate those commercials so much. <laughs> Call JG Wentworth. Can we not sponsor for them? We're not getting paid. On top of that, the weirdest time, like I was basically naked at the gym changing and the JG Wentworth ad came on and somebody next to me started humming the song because I'm trying <laughs> to get dressed. I mean, you wouldn't. 
Dude, I'm like, anytime the JG Wentworth song comes on, I'm like, yeah. Why didn't you just start jerking it right there? Claim dominance over him by jerking it immediately. Oh, yeah, JG Wentworth. <laughs> You're like, yes, 877 cash now. Oh, oh, 877 cash now. Yeah. Oh, oh. This is Friday cash Night Fan Fiction. <laughs> not sponsored by JG Wentworth. <laughs> I hope not. I'm your host, Steve Joining me tonight, as usual, are David, Logan, Valerie, Sean, and our guests tonight are Kyle and Sam. Good Good evening guys how's it going pretty good my ailment is having bones <laughs> <laughs> my problem is i have too many bones in my body doctor what can i do my problem is i don't have enough bones in my body why would you excise this bit it's not cancerous it's benign benign i say just like my sex life oh your sex life is not cancerous <laughs> yeah that is biz- all right well i mean on that complete non sequitur to reading who the fuck is honking their horn at Eight o'clock at night. No horns. Stop. No horns. Honk. Honk, honk, honk. We're going to be reading a story by our near and dear Kutsushida. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Author TH3 Baron. Daddy <laughs> Dorf and Kid Link go fishing. Dadliest catch. Oh, God. What the fuck? What? Pull turkey blocker blocked an unsupported browser because you are in block period. Fucking <laughs> 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 huh? owned. You can't actually read the story? Uh, it's trying to open it in Edge. What? And it just closes it? Just copy the link and put it in Chrome like a normal human. Or Opera or whatever the fuck hipster browser steve has installed. <laughs> yeah, Opera sounds like a hipster bullshit thing that Steve does. I thought he used Safari. No, nobody uses Safari. Not even Apple users. He's clearly been maintaining development of Netscape Navigator ever since they stopped. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I want to see this. Safari accounts for 3.83% of all browsers. God damn it, Opera only accounts for 1.53. Yeah. Ah, you're a hipster. You're a hipster. You're such a hipster. What the hell is Yandex? Clearly the one you're about to start using. Yeah. No, all right. I'm going to go to the last page. What has 0.00%? There's four. Android browser, Quick Look, Conqueror, and Internet Explorer Mobile. Oh. Well, clearly you need to switch to Conqueror. I can't imagine why nobody would want to use Internet Explorer Mobile. (gasps) Oh, God. The Nintendo browser has more browser share than Internet Explorer Mobile. (laughs) (laughs) Good lord. Jesus. I mean, I've actually used the Nintendo browser, and it it sucks. So, Steve-O, tell me about this fic that we're reading. Thank you, Sam. This is a story that Kutsushita wrote based off of shit that Valerie and I were talking about while streaming Hyrule Warriors. (laughs) (laughs) Who, Who was laughing at what? Is that the Pizza Pops thing? I actually bought those. Oh, God. Pizza Pops, Pizza Pops. Eat them ops, eat them ops, eat them ops. Are they good? I haven't had it yet. Gasp. Probably not. The poutine one was horrible. Well, yeah. You cannot do poutine well outside of fresh poutine. This is very true. Yeah. It's impossible, it seems. I know. I just wanted to try it. I don't know. I think a poutine pierogi would. First up! <laughs> well, that's basically what I had was like a poutine pierogi. First and it was up awful. It's never going to happen. Sam! <laughs> Just yeah, it kind of looks like that. Hi, Brian! <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, what are we doing here? We're looking stuff up on the internet, right? Daddy Dorf and Kid Link go fishing, dadliest catch. Summary, in an alternate universe, there is no eternal conflict over the Triforce, and only family truly matters. Today, that means teaching a young boy how to fish. 
Go ahead. Oh, that sounds nice. A Baron Dickrich von Fatstein Sch- Schwanshausen. Schwanshausen. Short story. Daddy Dorf and Kid Link go fishing. Deadliest catch. Preface. This is a short story about going fishing with the best dad. It was inspired by an aquarium with fishes and a game of Hyrule Warriors. <laughs> Thus we, responsible, know what they did. Please enjoy this story atop the waves. This journey. Please enjoy this journey bah, atop the waves. Thank you kindly. This Satri contains the best dad. Woo! Best dad! Best dad! Fish dad. A boat slash king. A sprinkling of intercourse. Wait, what? I don't think I want to know about any sprinkling intercourses. <laughs> now, hold on. Chapter the only one. Deadliest catch. The birds are chirping in the earliest of mornings. It's not mornings. Oh, I'm sorry. Earliest of monrings. Uh, strap yourselves in. This is going to be a long page. When Daddy Dorf packs his fishing gear into the self-named Dorfmobile. A green Ford LTD country squirt. <laughs> a what? <laughs> a country squirt. Yeah, country squirt. You've never heard of the... Pretty the, sure that's a porn star actress. The Ford LTD country squirt. Let me look it up. Although you might need to change the spelling of country. No. <laughs> the earliest morning is the best of times to be going to the popular fishing hole known as the Great Sea. Daddy Dorf knows this well. He himself was taught how to fish by Grand Daddy Dorf <laughs> and in all his years never forgot to hone his craft. Today, Little Link would get a first taste of the wonders of the sea. Salty in more ways than one. No, that's fine. It'll be at least the second page before the sprinkling of intercourse comes in, hopefully. Says you. <laughs> hey, sport. Uh, what's a good voice for uh, Daddy Dorf? Give him something wholesome. Just ve- very, very warm. Give him John Goodman's voice. Make him Marshall Mathers from the Dear Slim song. I don't know any of those, so I'm just going to do Bubs Powered by the Cheat. Fair play. Hey, sport. Fishing time, he said softly (laughs) as he gently pulled open the curtains to let the glint of day's first light. Beautiful. Thank you. The kid began to toss and turn. Daddy Dorf picked out some clothes from the closet. A pair of orange shorts and a blue shirt with a lobster on it seemed like a good fit for today. Okay, I am going to wear that next time I go to Disney. Just the Wind Waker Jam Jams? No, just the shirt. I'm not going to wear any pants. Oh, perfect. I'm sure everybody at Disney World will love that. Yeah, that'll go over really well. Yeah. <laughs> Steve shows why it's the happiest place on Earth. <laughs> <laughs> it's in his pants. All, well, I don't have Three any pants. pants. Yeah. All six inches through the nightshirt. He put them on the chair next to the bed and kneeled down next to Link. Rise and shine, kiddo. <laughs> I think it's Shibe. Shibe? Shibe? Shibe. Rise and shibe, kiddo. Rise and shilabuf. Yes, he said, pulling back the blanket and finished by pecking him on the forehead. David, you've had chickens before. Do pecks hurt? Yes, especially if they attack the same spot on the back of your head every time they jump on your chair. (laughs) (laughs) It's a little ritual. Every time you talk about having a pet, it seems like you really don't enjoy it. No, I like my cats. (laughs) That's fair. Yeah, that's why you feed them ham sandwiches and liquor. I don't feed them liquor. I like my cats. They leave me alone. They do leave me alone. (laughs) (laughs) A mighty yawn signified Link's awakening. (laughs) Name drop. Roll credits. 
the kid's drowsy eyes. So oh, drowsy. 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 Dr. Wozy eyes. Dwasy. <laughs> Dwasy, whatever. The kid's Dr. Wasy eyes opened to see Daddy Dorf before him. He wore a cap Link gave him for Father's Day that said, Number One Dad. But he wore it backwards because he's cool like that. <gasps> Only a tuft of his majestic red hair poked at the front. His shirt was his favorite yellow Hawaiian shirt with lavender flowers on them. And he wore a pair of beige shorts with more pockets than is reasonable. And on top of that was his standard addition to his clothes for going on any trip. A black fanny pack with the words funky in neon blue on it. Funky! <laughs> it's Mr. Funk! Before the twosome knew it, they were off to the driveway and making their way to the shore. They were driving past a world that was still in deep slumber, in complete silence. Daddy Dorf managed to get Link a sandwich Daddy Dorf had prepared beforehand, two separate words, from the cooler. We're gonna catch so many fish, bud! Daddy Dorf said as he rubbed his hand through Link's hair. Link grumbled a little at this, still a bit grumpy for getting up so early. But the PB and Jelly kept him content, as did the prospect of catching dinner with Best Dad. And you get to meet my fishing buddy too. He's pretty dope. I really hope he doesn't unzip his pants right after saying that. He does. No. <laughs> That's not the kind of worm I wanted to put on my fishing rod. <laughs> That's how you get a sucker. Just be careful when you hook it. Oh, oh no. Little Link perked up hearing about that for the first time. He had heard a lot about Daddy Dorf's cool friends that he never got to meet because he couldn't stay up past seven. So he wasn't expecting to meet any on this trip at all. Next up is me. Good luck. Good luck. Thank you. That's not the right game. I haven't told you about Boat, have I? Little Link shook his... <laughs> hey, us. Hey, us. His he's. Hey, us. Hey, us. So violently, chunks of sticky bread came off his cheeks and were now forever plastered to interior of the car. Ew. We go way back. Lots of fishing adventurous. Him and I, maybe we'll tell you some stories. Daddy Dorf chuckled. <laughs> and reminisced. Then thinking better of it. Oh, oh. Perhaps that's something for another time. We've got too much fishing to teach. Hey, look, there's the great sea. Daddy Dorf, no teach? He no teach. <laughs> Kutsu, kudos on the amazing deliberate spelling. Very, very Daddy good. Daddy no teach, I'm in trouble. <laughs> As they came down the last rolling hill before the beach, just a couple more minutes and they'd find their way out onto the waves. Little Link clambered forward so he could actually see better out the front and noticed could see the sea as the low sun sun glistened off the rolling surface. <laughs> surface. I said surface. Surface. No, I was adding surface. <laughs> surface. All right, all right. My, my, boy, boy. My boy, boy. Like my boy. My boy, dinner. This piece is well. Just drive four. I can't wait to blom some Gaganans. Gaganans. <laughs> so there's what you need to do. Take that scene, all the animations, and just double it up audio-wise so every word repeats twice. Because that doesn't sound like hell. My, my, boy, boy. You'll get I, this. I can't, can't wait, wait to, to bomb, bomb some do, do, dongos. <laughs> Why is the dongos two separate words? Well, it, it would have been funny had I said da dongo, da dongos. 
You're right. Dodonga goes. But I like dodo dodo dodonga onga go go goes. What we're doing here is just analog YouTube poop. You'll get to see it up close soon. Finish your PBVJ. What? Your peanut butter vagina. Yeah. No, peanut butter and veal. Daddy Dorf told him, noticing the sticky fingers all over his dash. Luckily, he kept wipes right in his fanny pack. Woo! <laughs> you always got to keep wipes. Are we drinking for fanny pack? Yes, we are. We're drinking every time Daddy Dorf has a very daddy thing about him. Well, I'll see you all in hell then. I don't know. I've never seen my dad use a fanny pack. Oh, I've seen my dad wear one. I have definitely seen my dad use a fanny pack. I've seen my mom, not my dad. A couple minutes later, they parked the door, <laughs> the Dorfmobile. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and out on the loose sand with their kit. Daddy Dwarf carried the rods and the supplies, while Link carried the prized box with the shiny lures. Lures. <laughs> he'd been allowed to check these out previously, and they were very pretty. Today, he'd see them in action. All right, buddy. See that up ahead? That's boat. Boop. <laughs> Daddy Dwarf told Link it was indeed a little red boat. Hey, boat! Daddy Dwarf called out. Suddenly, the weird head at the front of the boat swung around <sighs> and looked right at the pair. Link scurried behind Daddy Dorf's... <laughs> Daddy Dorf's meaty legs due to surprise. His legs were covered in the veal. <laughs> See, Daddy Dorf, he never skips leg day. He also stops by the butcher shop to and from the gym every time to add another piece of meat to his legs. His big beefy legs for that veal jelly he specializes in. Yep. Every day he does 40 wizard foots. <laughs> what are those? It's a move he does in the Smash Brothers game. Oh, okay. Well, I, I don't really play Smash Brothers that much, so. You really should, Steve. It's about to come out for the Switch, and it looks dankmas. But still no Waluigi. Who cares? Nobody cares about Waluigi. He's a beautiful boy who doesn't need to ruin his face with punches. Daddy Dorf's meaty legs due to surprise, shoving the lure back. Lure, God damn it. The lure box into the back of Lig a bit. Bro! The head at the front of the boat replied, You ready to catch some waves, some brews, and some motherfucking fish? Totes, totes. Daddy Dorf replied somewhat sheepishly. Yes. Hello. Bah. Hello, I am a dad. <laughs> so remember what I said about wanting the kid to learn how to fish. Kids gotta learn, man. That's what I always say. They have to be taught right. It's very important, Boat said. <laughs> well, I'm glad you feel so strongly about it because I brought him along. Oh, you prankster. What? Is he in your fanny pack? No. Daddy Dwarf said and stepped aside to reveal Link behind him. Here's Link. Link, that's Boat. Say hi. Yeah, said Link. <laughs> <laughs> Such a manly voice. Shit! It's far too many eyes. <laughs> said Boat. I mean, fuck. Like, uh, rats. <laughs> Wait, fuck? Rats? Fuck like a uh, rats. He cleared his throat and then spoke to Link. Hey, kiddo, I'm the king of red lions. Want to, uh, learn how to fish? He sure does. Daddy Dwarf spoke for Link, who had sidled back half 
behind him. Daddy Dorf went ahead and approached Boat to offload the stuff he was carrying. Though... Why is though highlighted red for me? What? I don't know. It's suggesting through as a replacement. Through Link Reminid. <laughs> I like that too. Though Link Reminid behind for a bit. You sure about this, bro? As much as I'm for teaching, he's still so young. Boat spoke softly with Daddy Dorf. That is as soft as Boat goes. We could drop him off at Salvatore. Give him S bundle of ropies. <laughs> Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Ropies. <laughs> and let him play some squid squid honey for the day. What the hell is squid honey? I imagine it's their in-universe version of Splatoon, but mixed with like honey pop. Yeah, I was going to say it's the honey pop Splatoon crossover that nobody wanted, but everybody now loves. Are you kidding me? There are many people who would want that. With as much Kala and Marie porn I have seen. And how much have you seen? Lots. I'd imagine somebody would cobble together a bejeweled clone date sim. I'll do the voice acting for every character. <laughs> Only when it gets steamy, I'll go down an octave and be like, Yeah, that's what I like. Tell me more about it. <laughs> oh, yeah, baby. Match my gems. Oh, yeah. Matchbox 20. <laughs> I have two six-packs in the water off my port bow. It'd be an awful waste. We could teach the kid next time. Next up is Val being refereed by I don't care. Whoa! Why is the boat being voice acted by Keanu Reeves from Point Break? (laughs) (laughs) But this'll be a great dad-kid boat bonding moment, man. Daddy Dorf said. Besides, I'd never let any kid near Salvatore unsupervised. Have you seen this game? In quote. And he says... In quote, sploosh? Too much for my comfort. I mean, you should mix in a whoosh or a splash once in a while, but that's neither here or there. All I'm saying is you'd have a better time doing that than sitting in a boat with two dudes who can't hang like the old times because they get hamstrung by a tyke. <laughs> I wouldn't have a better time, Boat, Daddy Dorf said resolutely. I know you wanted to hang like we do, but the kid's really growing up fast and... This is something I don't want him to miss out on. And I'm sure you'll get into it to do. Let's teach a kid how to fish, alright? What were they gonna do? Like, drop at a random island and him just shapeshift and they would fuck? Yeah. 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 I don't know, maybe that actually happens later on. We'll see. I don't want to be fucked by a boat. You don't? No, I don't want to be fucked by a boat. I'm just letting you know that right now. Wait, is fishing a metaphor here? Isn't fishing always a metaphor? I wonder. But Sivo, they have so much wood. (laughs) (laughs) I don't need that much wood. I only need a meager amount of wood. My own. (laughs) That's fair. Jeez, all right. You sentimental old hog, Boatees. Can you give him, like, the dude bro voice? Jeez, all right. You sentimental old hog. (laughs) I can't. No, you really can't. (laughs) (laughs) No, I can't do voices. Then Daddy turned to Little Link and beckoned him to come closer. We'll be needing those lures, buddy, he said. Could you bring them to Daddy? After that, you can come sit at the back and stare, steer, whatever, the boat. Well, no, dude, Boat said. I don't want some kid touching my rudder. It's sensitive. He'll jank it. Yeah, don't jank his rudder. Maybe I wanna. 
Well, fine. I mean, you got to pay the insurance claim. Sweet. I'll be there to guide him. Don't get your sail in the knot. As I jank your rudder. As you jank my rudder. <laughs> you do have a firm hand, Boat admitted. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Blow me down. Call me Ishmael. <laughs> All right. Oh, my Hold on. Deck. Can I change David's name to Ishmael? Please don't. <laughs> Eventually, Lil Link could be maneuvered into the boat. The sail was raised, and off they went on to open water. Just ten minutes out, Link noticed some spousing off in the distance and janked on Daddy Dorf's Hawaiian shirt to point it out. What do you suppose that is? Daddy Dorf asked Boat. Boat looked over. I don't know. A dolphin? <laughs> I mean, it could literally be anything. <laughs> even a boat. I don't know. Yeah. Let's jank it. Link's eyes widened, and he pulled on Daddy Dorf's shirt furiously. I think we should find out, Daddy concluded. Link did a little dance. Oh, yeah. I kind of don't want to make fun of it because I'm interested in seeing where this goes. I'm not. <laughs> I mean, it would be an endearing little story if it weren't for the fact that the introduction mentioned that there would be a sprinkling of intercourse. They're going to fuck the boat. Maybe the intercourse is between two fish. No, no. They're going to fish up Jabu Jabu and it's going to fuck the boat. <laughs> no, what happens is after a hard day of fishing... Both Link and Ganondorf go home. Ganondorf sends Link off to the movies with $20 so he can fuck his wife raw, hard, and unmercifully. All right. We've got to steer the boat if we want to get over there, though. Daddy Dorf told him and guided his little hand to the rudder so they could steer together towards the where the spouses were seen before. Together, they turned boat. Yes, they turned boat and steamed ahead. Even though it's a sailboat. Ooh, steamed ahead. Then they saw another splash. Much closer now. They corrected course and kept on going until found the source. They went for another two minutes, nothing to be seen. Until, suddenly from right next to them, a large creatures jumped out of the waves and flew right over our three fishermen. Then a smaller one followed in its wake and the boat of them caused a mighty spray of salty sea to douse the boat. Link immediately went to look on to decide where the t two creatures came back down into the water. Easy now, Daddy Dorf cautioned him. Don't rock the me, Boat said. <laughs> that is a drink for everyone. Rock the me, baby. But little Link paid them little mine, yeah. just staring into the endless blue. And then he noticed something coming to the surface at last. He did not expect to find a cute little blue face to appear on the surface. Hey! The little Zora said and gave a little wave. Oh, yeah, Princess Rudo or whatever her name is. That's where the sprinkling is going to come in. Oh, my. Just random veering. It isn't Princess Rudo. It's just one of the blue men group who is so lost from his entire group that he's deciding to speak to people. Oh, uh, I was going to call you on your shenanigans because blue men group do not speak, but you got there. David, you're up next. Cool. Oh, my God. Please, body. Please cooperate. Stop being sick in 19 different ways. Lemonade? Please. Ah, jeez. Boat moaned. They're breeding. Tee We're not breeding. We're Zora. You're talking boat. Zora said. She got a point. Daddy Dorf agreed. Ah, I, I do too. Boat replied. Nose kingdom, you're prancing about fish. My daddy's? She answered. What? No, mine. I'm the king of red lines. Well, Jack's a lion! <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Can you say that word one more time? 
Chance a lion! <laughs> butt boat ignored her quiz, Tiana. <laughs> butt boat. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Just because it's a little watery these days doesn't mean you can just go all over. I remember a time. It was then that the much larger shape came to the surface. Hello, Red. By all accounts, it was a very large Zora, but shaped in all ways pleasingly. Her head was... Oh, shit, I shouldn't have given her a manly voice then. No, keep it! Keep it! <laughs> very sharply shaped due to her slender head tail. But despite this aerodynamic propensity, all her facial features were rounded attractively. Even her sharp teeth were not off-putting due to them being framed by such voluptuous lips. Her head tail rested on her shoulder and the tip gently stroking her long neck, accentuating it nicely and directing one's attention naturally to her shapely fish mounds. <laughs> fish mounds? It's what it says. Perhaps not as jiggly or even as big as they would be for a human if they could grow to such size, but as droplets of salty water rounded them, sunlight reflected off her turquoise scales. It was undeniable that they were something to behold. The rest of her sleek body was hidden under the waves, but no one doubted even for a moment that there was anything less than stellar. Uh, linguini. Linguini? Yeah, linguini. Mm, I could go for linguini. Boat quickly changes to to Queen Zora showing up before him. This one of yours? Kanchutau, she replied, to turn towards Daddy Dorf and then Little Link. Good to see you again, Dorfels. Who's this brave little sailor? Well, good to see you too, QZ. Daddy Dorf replied a little hesitantly. This is my boy, Link. My boy. <laughs> really? She said. I honestly can't see the resemblance. How? Yours doesn't look that much like the old King Codger either. What's with that big nose? But wondered. I don't know what you're talking about, the queen said and looked over to Nervous Daddy Dorf. Ruto is my perfect little Zora princess. Well, uh, uh, you know what? He's just Hank Hill. Well, uh, as nice as it is to see you again, QZ, <laughs> and to meet Princess Ruto, we were actually going to teach Link fucking. Wait, what? Fuchen. No. Fuchen? There's no T in there, so it's fuchen. You're right. Fighting. Okay. Fuchen. Fighting. I think that's fighting. Fuchen. I thought we were teaching him fishing, not fighting. 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 F-I-G-H-I-N-G. Fing. Thinking. Fing. 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 I didn't think there was much to be taught about loafing about drunk, QZ jabbed. No. Uh, no, no. Real fishing is what we're teaching today. We got rods and baits and everything. Link. Turn a around. To show the box with lures. Yeah, uh, yes, uh, lures too. Who, who the shiny? Ruto noticed as Link shows some off. I want them in my mouth. <laughs> oh my! <Aww. laughs> no, sweetie, Tat's not very princess-like. Stop staring, dear. Queen Zora told her spawn. I'd much prefer you loading about drunk instead. Next up is Logan, being refereed by Logan. You and me both. Boat agreed. I'd say we had a great time last time I found you two fishing. I don't remember half of it. So I agree wholeheartedly, Boat said. Oh, I remember all of it, Queenie said. Do you remember when we got real drunk in September? Oh, I thought you were going to go the Phil Collins route. Nah, that ain't me. I ain't about that. I thought you were going the Michael Jackson route. I mean, we can just do all three. And looked at Daddy Dorf. Thank you for giving me that extended silence to put it in in post, Logan. You're welcome. I don't know. So, like, a lot of people bag on remember the time for no reason. 
I like it. It had Eddie Murphy and Magic Johnson in the video. That's great, buddy. I remember as well, <laughs> he added. I'll always remember, QZ said and turned away. Come, Ruto. Let's loot more shinies from the ruins below. Yay! Scavenging the dead humans! Bye-bye! <laughs> oh, you know, as you do. Ruto waved goodbye and quickly followed her mother. I can't keep these voices straight. There's too many. Right? It's <laughs> like War and Peace. There's so many characters. Wait, David, have you ever actually read War and Peace? No, nobody has. I've read War and Peace. War and Peace characters. What Russian novel embracing over 200 characters was written in the Napoleonic Wars? War and Peace. Hey, leave my kingdom alone, Boat yelled after Queen Zora. If I wasn't so buoyant, I'd come after you. Uh, oh, she is super buoyant, too. Footnote number one. Sean, scroll down to the bottom and see if there's footnotes. Uh, the, the editor's note. That's the first time I've heard that as an excuse. And I have heard many excuses. Slash Mitzi. Thank you. <laughs> Boat made a psalm attempt to chase. But all it did was rock the hymn. Oh, come on. Rock the hymn. They're just trying to get your goat, Boat. Let them gloat. So what if you float? Oh, <laughs> That's all she wrote. No. <laughs> Don't touch his scroat. Oh, oh no. Daddy Dorf said, let's finally get down to some fishing and leave this behind us. Let's get down to fishing. He wanted the encounter erased from memory for all their sakes. Ugh. Drink for Ugg. Boat grumbled. Well, we're close to a good spot, he knew. You hear that, kiddo? We'll be catching all the fish in just a little while longer, Daddy Dorf told the youngin. His face beamed of happiness, and as he and Daddy prepared the gear, as Boat cleaved through Aves, time flew by. <laughs> Here we are, King Red announced proudly. Sweet. Daddy Dorf responded and immediately cast a line from his freshly prepared rod. Now do what Daddy did, Link. Link had watched well and swung his little rod, <laughs> much like Daddy Dorf did before him, his lure landing not far off from the other. Good job, champ. D Dorfels encouraged him. <laughs> Old Dorfels. Now watch it like a hawk, buddy. And if you feel a tug, you yank that sucker with all you got, all right? <laughs> okay, Dad. Okay, Dad. Okay, Dad. Wait, hang on. I wasn't paying attention. What's going on right now? <laughs> but until then, we have to be patient. Thankfully, we've got the waves, the sun, a nice breeze, and the best company one can ask for. Hot fish women. Amen, said Boat. No, not mermaids. These are like fish morphs. Yeah, some people are into it. You're into it. Eh, debatable. You were literally just talking about Princess Ruto's rockin' boobs. Yeah, you know what? I was actually talking about Queen Zora first off, Logan. My mistake. And secondly, yeah, awesome rockin' tittage aside. But all of this was weighted on Little Link. He only had intense sight for his line. He was fishing with all his heart, and the parts it sped his blood <laughs> towards. Some time passed quietly. Boat and Daddy mostly just watched a young boy intensely watching his rod, rod. make little boys pay... Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> no, you skipped the line. Watching his rod, though also sometimes each other and agreeing that this seemed unusual. It's hard to make little boys pay this much attention to a single thing for so long. When it's not, you know, even the slightest bit exciting at all. 
but Little Link bravely subverted such stereotypes. I'll make sure that I'm the greatest son in the whole world, and then Dad will finally stop hitting Mom. Aww. Feels bad, man. But Little Link bravely subverted such stereotypes with his excellent attention-having. Even more so, the moment the line did more than a little bob on the water or quiver in the breeze... On the waves. Oh, fuck. Little bob on the waves or quiver in the breeze. He was on top of... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Jacking <laughs> Jacking More than Whatever touched At Het hook Down below Yeah He exclaimed Wow Alright You seem to have gotten One there buddy Daddy Dorf commented Hoddle On tight And start to reel him in Ah oh, they're in the bitcoin now No It was then That the other line Also became taut and Daddy needed to take care of his own rod <laughs> before his catch would take off. Next up is Kyle. Okay. It's like actual fishing. <laughs> Boats it excitingly. Now this is pod fishing. <laughs> That's so wizard. Oh man, we're bringing that back? Hell, Hell yeah. yeah. It never went away. Damn right. Just like fanny packs. I don't know about all that. Boats it excitingly, not knowing when he last felt this rush. Father and son worked together to land their respective sea creatures individually, as they were both way busy, but also pretty successful. The both of them reeling in their catches with each passing omen. Daddy Dorf was the first to catch a glimpse of his adversary. A colorful fish of decent size jumped out of the waves, thrashing about violently and then ducked back under the surface. Oddly enough, the fight seemed to have left his prey afterwards, and Dorfels ended up <laughs> easily reeling it in. Oh, hold it right there, Lord's Fry. No, not this guy. Oh, that guy, the fisherman had said after Daddy got him jutting out of the waves, hanging from his hook. I'm not super, like, up to date on Zelda lore, but who is this? It's the um, fish from Wind Waker. When you put bait out, he, like, decorates your map. The map fish that talks at you and doesn't stop. Oh, yeah. I gotcha. I don't know how you got your mitts on that rod you got there, but it looks like there's not even any bait on this hook. It's pathetic. In fact, it's almost an insult to call it a rod, if you ask me. Damn, insulting the man's rod. What a bastard. What the heck? All right. He's like, oh, you can't have a fucking rod, you big stupid. <laughs> there would be still bait on it if you hadn't eaten it, the dwarf noted coolly. Ugh. Yes, it was then that young Link triumphantly held his rod aloft with a smaller fish kid hanging on it. Hold it right, hold it right there, Spiffy! It began its spiel. Knock it off, Junior. The fishman interrupted. The jig is up. Come on, get in the boat! Oh, chimera- chimeras? Chimeras or chimeras? Chimeras. That, yeah, you're right. Chimera. Oh, chimeras! Chim chimery, chim chimery, chim chimery. Footnote 2. Uh, the author's note. Chimeras are a type of fish sometimes referred to as ratfish. They are the rats of the seas. So really, he's saying rats in sea terminology. Uh, ah. Cool. Thank you. Makes sense. It definitely isn't just made up on the spot. <laughs> no, Dave, there's an informative footnote about it. It can't be made up on the spot. Steve, <sighs> do my bidding and tell Logan not to sass me so hard anymore. It makes my feelings hurt. Logan, don't sass David so hard. Sashawn is dead. 
Yeah, do that. <laughs> Sh- Sean, you're a stinky doo-doo head. Oh, <laughs> Wait a minute. Was oh. that seriously the extent to which you were going to sass David? I wasn't even sassing David. The only reason I redirected is because apparently you just unload sass like there's no tomorrow. I thought that you were going to inundate David so badly he wouldn't be able to speak for the rest of the night, but no. no. If yeah, I had David- called Dave a stinky doo-doo head, he would have left the call and quit the show. <laughs> yeah, I would have seen me like three weeks later, head of the stock market. Panhandling on the street for funny jokes. Head of the stock market, because I would have redoubled all of my comedy efforts to funny. No, you're on the street Say we'll make laugh for food. I don't think comedy trades very well on Wall Street. It does. <laughs> we need to get David destitute, then he'll finally agree to my idea to make all of the hosts into anime Dakimakura pillows. <laughs> I would never agree to that, even if I was destitute, unless... You were paying me a yearly salary of $150,000. David, I'll give you $35 worth of Taco Bell. $35 worth of Taco Bell is nowhere close to 150000 quoted, Steve. You'll have to make a better offer. $40. $40 is nowhere close to the 150000 that I have quoted for you. $40 and I'll finally get around to playing the Wolfenstein games. Steve, don't make jokes that you can't cash. <laughs> <laughs> All right, gentlemen and gentle boat, the fishman continued. Moat, I'm a dude too. Boat put it, but got ignored by all involved. I thought he said, I'm a Doom 2. Like, you could run Doom 2 on his boat OS. Yeah. When you're out for a swim with your kid, Fishman attempted to carry on, but got more interrupted. We're always out on a swim. We're fish. Junior sad. Oh. Junior sad. <laughs> Shut up, Squirt. Don't make me bend you over my no. Oh Lord. Uh coddle head uncle. No. Oh. And slap you straight, boy. No. No, thank you. Sorry, Pop. The fishling responded hastily. Anyway. Who's clipping their nails? That's not me. Probably Sean again. It's not me. Sorry, that's me at this uh, multicolor pen. <laughs> <laughs> Just gonna put that down. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Yay, fidgets. It was about that time that Steve-O got kidnapped by ninjas and nobody noticed for the rest of the episode. Nor did they care. They knew his beard would protect him. Probably. Anyway, the fisherman went on to say, When you're out with your boy and there happens to be a morsel or two right in front of you in the murky depths of the sea, you don't ask questions. No sirs. And a boat. Not once. He paused for a moment. And yes, many times it is a ruse. A ploy, a trap even. But you must understand, when it is not, you must size the moment or your morsels will have gotten wise to you. My morsels! Oh, not my morsels. There are no second guesses where we dwell. What's your point? Daddy Dwarf asked. You took the bait and now you're dangling on my rod. Oh my. My point is, sir, how would it make you feel if you were equally rudely interrupted during quality time with your boy? Question mark. Is that a footnote question question mark footnote? I don't think so. Oh, okay. <laughs> what if the Helmlock King and his kid came and plucked the both of you out of your quaint collection of driftwood? Hmm? Who are you calling quaint? Boat asked. Is it me? <laughs> I don't see any other driftwood around here, so it's gotta be me. <laughs> uh-uh. You know, I should call up HK one of these days. That'd be totally a great way to catch up and have some fun. Oh, wait, that was Daddy, Daddy Dwarf thought. What does HK stand for? Heartbreak Kid. Shawn Michaels. Hong Kong? Have Kong. It's Honky Kong. Okay. <laughs> hey, 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 get my beer. So they're finally here. Performing for you. Plays the violins if you know how to. Honky. Honky Kong. Honk. Ha! 
I know him from my days in college. He was my bird. Stand that page. All right, up next is going to be Sean. Okay. The fish was taken out back for a moment. But now imagine he wasn't. Instead, you were deathly afraid he'd eat you and regurgitate you to his young. And worse yet, your own child awaits the same fate. That'd be pretty shit, Daddy Dorf felt. Well, that's how we feel right now, you see? I suppose you'd want us to not eat you. You suppose correctly, sir. <laughs> Watched a little Link's dismay. Daddy Dorf then went ahead and removed tail hooks out from the fishman and his fish son, and they would ave to start all over. We're sorry for interrupting your swim, Daddy Dorf said when all was said and done. As you should be, the fishman pointed out. In fact, we're not even close to even, unless you allow us to return the favor. I don't see how that would even be possible. Oh, we can erectify that. Oh, please no. Hot. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Mm. The fish said, laid on his back and extended a rod of his own from around the middle of his body. No. (laughs) It was sleek, scaly, but also robust. Not quivering, though the breeze, but standing proud and tall like an antenna. A mantana, if you will. Uh. The fish kid followed suit and managed perhaps an even more impressively robust fish stick. (sighs) Okay. Uh I suggest the two of you wrap your mouths around these, fish dad said. Oh no. Look, if that's what it takes, but leave little Link out of this. I'll take both of them. Daddy Dorf decided and got down on his knees. So that he would actually reach the Mantani. Why is this happening? <laughs> you guys you guys ever go fishing and you end up having to suck off two fish? No, no, actually. <sighs> yeah. No. Just that one time. It's such a nice, innocent little story, and now <laughs> <laughs> The two fish shrugged and seemed fine, Dorfel's suggestion. They floated next to each other and aimed their rods for the man's slightly opened mouth. Was he really doing this? <laughs> Daddy Dorf felt dazed for a moment. Perhaps it was the stench of aged fish stick. I wonder what kind of example it gives to your kid. Let me back up here for a second. Perhaps it was the stench of aged fish stick cheese hovering in front of his large, manly nostrils. Perhaps it was the question, how had things led up to this point? But he knew one thing for sure. Little Link should never have to suffer as long as he's around, and he'd always make sure to make things right and set the right example. Set the right example by sucking fish dick. Yeah. Yes. Good job, Dorples. <laughs> it was such a wholesome story. <laughs> I know. Where did it go wrong? <laughs> Even if apparently that example was putting reproductive organs of fishes in his mouth. <laughs> Is it better or worse than showing your kid that you suck your wife? Mm. What? Uh, that's for the sequel. They're, they're saving that for sweeps. Parentheses, without first seasoning and cooking them anyway, uh. he just couldn't see how he could be a better father. Shit, farther. <laughs> oh, Maple Whiskey, you're so smooth. How he could be a better father, a better role model, or a better man than to go through with this. So this is what he would do, and he'd do it well. <laughs> like, not just release them, like... Well, he's gonna re- give them release, just like that one episode of the Magic School Bus. Ah! 
Daddy Dorf closed his eyes, inhaled deeply, and then decisively took the two rigid tendrils inside his gaping maw. As soon as the two erectic eels were sufficiently engulfed without the mouth, they suddenly revealed their prehensile nature and curled into the sides of Dorfel's kisser. They then pulled on him, reeling him in closer and forcing him deeper on his knees and further over the side of boats. Hoy, small fry! We've got ourselves a live one, Fishfather told his child. The child snickers. Up next is going to be Sam. Sam, take it away. All right. The sudden change in shape and particularly rigidity had really caught Daddy Dorf off guard, and he was unsure how to feel about this sort of treatment. Then again, this was not unlike what had happened to the pair of fishes when they caught them. Equal treatment demanded both surprise and the getting caught to be genuine. This the dwarf could accept. Hoi, now, put your tongue to work, you man-man. Tongu. 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 No. Tongu. To work, you man-man. Fish dad. Did the fish orally pleasure the hook? Perhaps not. Did Daddy Dwarf and Little Link get a little tingle in their jingle because they caught their prey? Yes. Daddy could not deny it for himself, and Little Link had not been this excited for a while. So that also counted. So putting some effort into orally zero-leisuring the fishes was only farry after all. His tongue gingerly found the rod, most rambunctiously ramming in his rhubarb hole's rear, hoping to calm it down some before he ends poo-gagging on it. Poo-gagging? Yep, good old poo-gagging. <laughs> It tickles, the fish boy exclaimed. I need more tickles! Oh, lordy. Daddy Dorf obliged and used his tongue more vigorously. Up and down the slithering shaft as it squirmed around Dorfel's Sorbet Saloon. <laughs> his what? His Dorfel's Sorbet Saloon. And there's a footnote. What is a Sorbet Saloon? Editor's note. Please just say mouth. Mitzi. Oh, wait, wait. No, there's more. Othro's note. Mouth, colon, parenthesis. They're having an argument in the footnotes. Yeah. I totally lost my place. Uh, all right. Great job. That's a drink. Yay. The other fishing pole, Loated. I'll go with that. To be left out and found its own, it it is own style its, its own way near where his spawn's spawning tool was, getting all slivered up by Daddy Dorf's nimble taste muscle. At one point, it was Dorfels chasing after a dick with his tongue. Now the cocks were after his salive slinger and chasing after a dick with his tongue. Now the cocks were... Oh no, I totally read the same line twice. Good job. At one point, it was Dorfels chasing after a dick with his tongue. Now the cocks were after his salive slinger. Salivey. Slivey slinger, whatever. And trapped it in between their squirming dongs. The whole ordeal became a sloppy writing mess of liquid. You're right, this is a writing mess. 
Writing <laughs> <laughs> mess of liquid expunging tendrils colliding. This is definitely a one-handed typing paragraph. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At one point, the sound of ocean was all there was for Little Link, Daddy Dorf, and Boat, but no longer. Now there was the overwhelming sound of a grown man gurgling his own saliva. <laughs> Delicious. A sound of a grown man gurgling his own saliva mixed with seacock precum, a small fish giggling and or cooing, and a large fish going, mm, ah, yeah, keep going. Mm. It was a more sensual sound than Little Link or Boat had ever had pleasure in their ear holes, and the effect was becoming noticeable inside their pants. And boat. It was now that they took matters in their own hands and boat. Little Link dropped his pants, somewhat confused by the funny tingle in his engorged peepster and an uncontrollable need to fiddle with it. Daddy Dorf noticed this from the corner of his eyes. It was rather awkward for him to see Little Link poke his bald eagle in the eye. <laughs> if there was going what? to be any masturbating, It'd be quality. Yeah, you know, you're just staring at your dick and you sort of just poke yourself in the urethra. No. I don't have a yeah. dick, so I wouldn't know. Steve, you know about that. Poking the bald eagle in the ass. You punch it like a speed bag. <laughs> punch it like a speed bag. <laughs> that is masturbating, right? Yeah. Okay, good. I am doing it right. Just beat on them balls. <laughs> you gotta turn them to paste so that it shoots out your paste. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh. Daddy tried to give instructions, but Swan did severely dong mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, that's my new favorite word, dong mouth. That's beautiful. He'd have to find another way to get his point across. Perhaps this was a matter of show, don't tell, hmm? Dorfels outstretched his hand and gently engulfed the throbbing little dongus with his bear-sized mitts. He quickly recalibrated his approach (laughs) and took the shaftlet between his thumb and insect's finger and start stroking up and down, up and down. Yeah, the child said with some surprise. Not only was Daddy diddling his peewee, but it was feeling good. Hi, what's with the slacking off, Big Fry? Father Fresh wondered. He's got more eye for a little human man bean than us, Pop, Fish Child noticed. We'll have to show him to power of... Fishman schlong, then. <laughs> Besides, we still need to repay him for the bait we ate. Up next is going to be Val. Who am I? Good luck. No, no. Now, the sex magnified in all directions. Daddy Dwarf's teeth town teamed with ravaging rods. That's that's a tongue twister. Daddy Dwarf's teeth town teamed with ravaging rods. Fuck. Yep. It's hard. Yeah. Lil Ling bask in the basin. Editor's note, a hand job is not bation. Author's note, no one said I meant masturbation. Look, <laughs> you just don't have the imagination to appreciate the alliteration innovation of my creation, Mittens. What is Boat doing during this whole time? Oh, 
Even Boat could not sit idly by and maneuver this rudder towards the dwarfest rump, rubbing it right round his firm cheeks. Oh my god. Oh no. <laughs> I actually hadn't read that. <laughs> Shit. Daddy Dwarf's loose shorts made it easy to get the rudder right in between the buns and get some nice friction going. No. <laughs> there was only one way this could ever end. The action kept on eating up and eventually it would boil over. Moans pitching even ever higher were like the kettle's whistle. Louder and higher the whistle would go until inevitably it would bowl over in the scalding hot frotting mess blowing out everywhere. Lil Link's little like-like... God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) That's a drink. Yep, dribbled cute little splurts of courageous goop on Daddy Dorsey's hairy lower arm. Both sprayed a salty load of sea spray all over Daddy's broad back in just three white he bellows. Or bellows. Some of it getting so far up it moistened the nape of his neck slightly. Ugh. And of course, the fishmen offloaded their sticky ball brine as their spasming shafts shuddered sweet semen in every direction. All parts of the dwarf's air cavern got a glazing as the two fish loasts all semblance of control over their prehensile rods and aimlessly flung their potent potables until the well ran dry. What the fuck is a potable? Potent potables for 200. Now, you're never supposed to pick potent potables. You're supposed to ask about the penis mightier. Or the anal bum cover. Talk about colors that end in purple, Like nurple. Or lat purple. Lat purple. You better not get any of that on me, bro. Both warned the soiled friend. He may have spashed him good, but he'd be damned if he let him spill even a single droplet of funky fish fudge on his boards. It would be rude to spit towards the fishes. It would be rude to spill towards his friend. And it would be a bad example to make a mess the little link. There was but, as in ass, one solution. Batter down the hatch. Gulp. Le fin. Yay. Lord. So up until like page seven, it was fine. It was normal. This was a nice story. It was like, you know, we got Rudo and she was funny. And then she was like, I might suck your link dick later in life. And then nah, now it's just disaster. Yep. And then as usual, hi, hold it right there, small fry. And it's all downhill from there. <laughs> yep. Beginning. All right, let's read the next one. Oh, hang on. I've got porn spam up. I mean, it should always be up, not down, like gold. Uh, I get it. Oh, cool. A fighting fic. This can't possibly go bad. Yeah, yo, yeah, yo. Wait. Yeah, yo, yeah, yo. Yo, ho, ho, took a bite of gum gum. Boo. Yo, ho, ho, took a bite of gum gum. <laughs> Stop singing that <laughs> fucking terrible song. Emil Pfim versus One Piece. The secret of the sausage. Can I just say something real quick? Sure. What is it, Dave? Dreaming. Don't give it up, Luffy. Dreamin', don't give it up, Zoro. Dreamin', don't give it up, Nami. Dreamin', don't give it, give it up, give it up, give it up, give it up, 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 up. Here's how the story goes. We found out, but the treasure oh in the Grand Line, there's no doubt. Pirates whose eyes are on it, he'll sing, I'll be the king of the pirates, I'm gonna be king. Yeah, yo, yeah, yo. Are those really the lyrics? Those are really the lyrics. <laughs> His name is Luffy. That's Monkey D. Luffy. He's going to be king of the pirates who made a rubber. How that happened, yo? Took a bite of gum gum. I mean, that's it. Thank you, Dave. You're welcome. Please go watch the American version of One Piece. It's uh, incredible. Okay. 
by Serenity Dark Moon Raven. I definitely don't have it memorized and wasn't reading off a wiki page for One Piece. <laughs> Wait, so you don't have it memorized, but you also weren't reading it off a wiki page. Right, so take that truth how you will. The truth is out there, Logan. There are uh, things within things. I want to believe. Hashtag 9-11 One Piece theme song truth. Oh, dude, I bet Barack Obama does have a birth certificate from the One Piece theme song. <laughs> note. While I haven't decided what's going to be in the story yet, it might contain things upsetting for people that get upset by stuff. I mean, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. This could include sexy stuff, yeah. violent stuff, Boom. or sexy violent stuff. Yeah? Mmm. Ooh. Uh. Ah. <laughs> if you're the sort of person that moans about that stuff, just don't read it. I am oh, not I'd forcing you to. Uh, Someone is. Uh, I guess it depends on the kind of moaning. <laughs> Everybody was supersonic racing. Oh, by the way, I got my license today. Oh, Laza farted and then just walked away. That bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. Thanks, Serenity Dark Moon Raven. Pinkie Pie stopped and gazed into space. Oh no, it was happening. She couldn't help thinking about Rorona Zoro again. Roronoa Zoro. He's a samurai. She tried not to. Desperate to avoid the thoughts that could not be. No, would not be held back. And a L-A-D-Y Nami not shy. The pirate crew coming through doing their thing with the <laughs> king of the pirates. He's gonna be king. <laughs> But like dozens of unstoppable monarchs, they came creeping forward till they filled her brain. Roronoa Zoro's smile shining like water. As impressive as a rhino, it filled the apartment and the pink pony was helplessly but willingly absorbent to them. Roronoa Zoro's eyes. Like, the Zoros are plural. Hang on. Sorry to interrupt. Uh, Sean, that's a fucking lie. It is not. Gamer fuel is the best. <laughs> and then the only thing that's like compares to gamer fuel in level of goodness is that blue one. The orange one's pretty good. You see, I don't get all those ones. Oh, yeah. Baja Blast and shit. No, not Baja Blast. Get that mess out of here. <laughs> I said blue, not turquoise. Ooh, a banana mudslide from Old Smoky Moonshine. David, what are you doing? Cruising the internet for alcohol. Oh, okay. I learned the other day that the official state drink of Maryland is the Black Eye Susan. What the fuck is a Black Eye Susan? No, that's our flower. Oh. You said state drink. Yes. Why are you drinking a flower? Yeah, that's weird. Steve, I think your wife's got some wires crossed. <laughs> yayo, yayo, set sail for one piece. Bruno Azoro's eyes were like oranges. If you roll them, they would go quite far. What? You heard her. If you roll them, they will go quite far. Yeah. yeah. In parenthesis, almost as lovely as mine. Lol. Author's note. Boronora Zoro's legs were like a lamppost. Straight and tight. Parenthesis. Mine are best, though. Lol. Boronora Zoro's chest was like a highwayman's. Powerful and impossible to ignore. In parenthesis, for the purposes of the story, I am going to pretend that Roronora Zoro's aren't as good as mine. As this note. Stop interrupting, author. We're trying to read a story. I think she's done. How could the eccentric pony not be helpless in the face of that? I mean, sure, the pink pony and Roronora Zoro had sex with each other before when they met at a club once, but it was just a casual thing. What? One of many that night. What? 
Yeah. Wife, why? Why would you send this to me? Would you all like to see what my wife decided to send to me? Sure. Yes. sure. Please Is check it? in shame bucket. <laughs> it oh doesn't my. look like a, a boob suit. It looks like a scrotum <laughs> Judy adds on that this is a fursuit. It is evil. Is that the kind of fursuit you're making, Val? No. Is that a Balchinian penguin? It's not a Balchinian. It's a, it's a fucking orca with tits. Oh, man. I was thinking penguin. Those tits are, like, way too high. Yeah. They got, like, old man pits on that. They're part of the chin. That's why I said Balchinian. It's like that kid from fucking One Punch Man. Yeah. What? No, Balchinian. That's a joke from Men in Black. I know. And then there's a kid from One Punch Man that had balls on his chin. And that becomes a plot point later in the show. Do you think just every person with balls on their chin is named a Balchinian? Yes, now they are. Don't insult the race of Balchinians. Whatever, I'm just posting more Zora porn at this point. Sweet. <laughs> Before things got too messy, the pink pony snapped out of it. But the thoughts of Roronora Zoro would be back. Would she be able to resist next time? In the beginning, there was the phoenix egg, its legendary powers surrounded in mystery. The name of the treasure, One Piece. Interlude. Pinkie Pie was finding it really hard to concentrate at this movement. Her thoughts kept trying to think of Roro Nozora. Roro Nozoro. Despite what was happening, it was hard to focus. Alright, David, you're up next. On the day her manor house was attacked with military force, Twilight Sparkle's son. No, not military. It's what? It's, oh, military. Yeah, you're right. On the day her manor house was attacked with military force, Twilight Sprinkle's son had been sleeping on until 7 a.m. It's not Twilight Sprinkle. I know what I said. Normally, he got up at four to do his homework. Four in the morning? Ew. <laughs> Because Twilight Sprinkles, or Dwight likes Sprinkles, I know what I said, Sean, <laughs> had raised him as a good boy after. His mother died in mysterious circumstances all those years ago. Everyone else was already up. Unstoppable serenity, Dark Moon Raven. Dwight likes Sprinkles' daughter. That's what? Hold up. That's not a real thing. That's not a real thing, is it? It's not a real thing. Okay, good. Anyway, set sail for one piece. It's the name of the treasure. <laughs> Dwight Light Sprinkle's daughter was already making them all fired breakfast with syrup. Fried. Oh, yeah, it is fried. All right. Making them all fried breakfast with syrup. She was dressed in her favorite furry ancient shirt, nothing under, and a thong. Ooh. Her curves glistened softly in the light of the morning. Normally, she would walk around naked, or at least topless, as she wasn't ashamed of her perfect body. But it was cold today, as could be seen by looking at her nipples. She rubbed the syrup on herself. She liked that sort of thing. Unstoppable Serenity Dark Moon Raven was an expert biochemist. Her parents were proud. She was going to a school for gifted, and that's all that mattered to them. They didn't mind that she was a bit wild at times, sometimes bringing home different sex partners each night, sometimes many at a time, sometimes coming back with blood on her. Uh, <laughs> at 11, she now knew shitloads of languages. Yeah. Four ancient, four computer, and three sign languages. <laughs> she found it easy and learned them with her dad together. By now, Dwight Light Sparkles was now up and standing on the porch with her shirt off. She stared over the wide desert landscape. She was handsome in a rugged sort kind of way. Wait, oh, what? Don't worry about it, it's fine. Don't worry about it, she's just got a manly jaw is all. Once, long ago, she was ranked one of the best special forces soldiers in the world. She was no longer a soldier and now lived a quite life treasure hunting. 
She was troubled by a newspaper article she had read a few days ago. Sorry, no, that's wrong. She was troubled by a newspaper article her read a few days ago that mentioned that someone from Ponyville was killed in a massive war. She was one of the few people that knew that that shouldn't happen because of the magic spell she cast with the phoenix egg a few years ago. Please see the previous story, Dwight Light Sprinkles and the, the, the fucking phoenix egg. The phoenix egg was now hidden in her garage. Dwight Light Sprinkles was disturbed from her deep thinking by unstoppable Serenity Dark Moon Raven tugging on her shirt. Mother! Mother, look! Unstoppable Serenity Dark Moon pointed urgently at the horizon. Friend! Wait, hang on. You didn't say their full name. I said Unstoppable Serenity Dark Moon Raven. No, you didn't say Raven. Whatever. Unstoppable Serenity Dark Moon Raven pointed urgently at the horizon. Frell! Which, fun fact, that's a Farscape reference. Para ninjas, hundreds of them. They were coming straight at her house. She ran inside and bolted the bulletproof front door because ninjas are known for using bullets. Paranoid much? Yeah. If you had a, a fucking phoenix egg in your garage, wouldn't you be? I guess so. Paranoid or have a bulletproof door? Yes. She woke her son up and told everyone to run out the back. They woke their pilot, who happened to be sleeping in the next room. Logan, you're next. Quick! Start the hot air balloon! We are under attack! Oh my god! Oh no! She said as Snips run out, naked, as normal. His morning erection would have been poking out from his trousers had he been wearing any. Look at my horse dick. It's hanging out there. Nay! He ran back with his helmet. Holy shit! Twilight Sparkle, meanwhile, triggered an explosion around her garage in order to hide her precious The Phoenix Egg. <laughs> the rocks fell and buried it totally secretly so no one would find it. None of the soldiers... No, sorry. Soliders heard the explosions as they were looking the other way. Hundreds of them all looking the other way. <laughs> That's how it works! Meanwhile, the invading force drew closer. The Purple Pony and her family ran to the hangar, Unstoppable Serenity Darkmoon Raven leading the way with her Webley revolver bang bang. <laughs> Unstoppable Serenity Darkmoon Raven killed only those she had to, merely mortally wounding the <laughs> <laughs> they dodged the soldiers as they ran, ducking and diving between the gunfire. Blood splattered around them. Don't worry, we're almost there. They dived into their escape vehicle. <laughs> nope, nope, that's not vehicle. That's, uh, Vecile. Vichili. Vichili. Very Italian. Guns blazing. There was a soldier already there, but unstoppable serenity, Dark Moon Raven whacked him. Good job. Twilight Spark... No, sorry. Uh, Twilight Sparkle said <laughs> as she pushed him out. They started up and zoomed off, the invading force vanishing into the distance. Did you get the secret message? Yes. My good friend Roronora Zoro told me that Buggy was behind this. Who's Buggy? No clue. No idea. Is this part of the lore? Like, I'm not up on my MLP. No, no. I am quite up to date, and that's definitely not in the lore. Okay. We gotta deal with this as a family, else we can never live in peace. <laughs> <laughs> they can never live in one piece. <laughs> <laughs> so they joined onwards, their enemies in hot pursuit. Tepid pursuit. Author's note! I have Skyped the Gorny bit. Because it would be boring. No author writes story about traveling. Yawn. We are almost there. Be thankful. Nothing has gone wrong, said Twilight Sparkle as they arrive near their journey's end. Arr, said Ronara Zoro as he fall down a cliff. No! 
There, there. It will be okay. No, this is something you cannot ease. Why? You don't have boobs. Gasp. Oh. It's like this is being told by a really absent-minded dungeon master. <laughs> and Rorazel falls off a cliff. <laughs> what? A cliff? Yeah, there was a cliff there. Don't worry about it. It turns out that she didn't have boobs after all. Roll for initiative. All right, Kyle, you're up. Oh, uh. Yeah. Hang on. No. Hang on. Never. Hanging on. I'm sorry. <laughs> Did you not have the thick open? Somehow I closed it. <laughs> Good job. Hang on. Yeah, let me pop the... All right. Does this help? Said unstoppable Serenity Darkmoon Raven. She removed her outer garments, unbuttoned her top, and finally removed her bra. Rowan Zoro stared at them for a while. That made him feel much better. Don't worry. I feel better. There? What happened next was so cool, you will like it a lot. Basically, it went like this. (laughs) (laughs) Both are so excited. Only it was even cooler because I didn't have to write it. When it was in my head, the words didn't get in the way. BTW, excuse me if I skip the words occasionally. It's to save me time. Okay. Sure, why not? This is great. Just give the story. Yeah, it's really cool. Okay, after they finished with the white spirit, they went to the base where the final battle started when they got there. Don't worry, the bad guy dies. Spoiler alert. (laughs) They arrived at Buggy's castle and entered. You have arrived, I see. Pity, I was just talking to my boss. Your boss? Said everyone. He marries me. Suddenly, Satan appeared behind them. Dun dun dun. I am the Lord of Darkness, the normal figure in the mode of ponies. You cannot stop me because I'm Lord of Darkness. Blah, 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 blah. Ponies. Ponies. OMG, they all said in unison. Um, Your G won't save you now, mere mortals. With that, he struck down his falk and killed Rorono Zoro. You bastard. You will pay for that. You see, I am evil. I killed. I am Satan. Mm. Oh, yeah. Checks out. You know what? Their stick is easy, said Twilight Sparkle. What? Twilight Sparkle smiled softly as he knew what he meant. Dramatically, the purple pony pulled out his Bible with the true word of God, our Savior, and with the power of Christ... I compel you to leave! Wait, wait, wait. I thought God got rid of all the unicorns in Equestria on the other story. Yeah, well, at this time, God's like, you know what? Ponies are cool. A retcon. Okay. Alternatively, this could be a a different Bible. Ah, the Mormon Bible. Different God. Pony-loving God. No, it's the Watchtower. (laughs) (laughs) No, Arg, not the Holy God. My powers of communism and government overreach is no match! <laughs> <laughs> this is great. Satan exploded with the holy light of justice. A shower of Satan bits rained down on everyone. Oh, no. <laughs> this is true power, not that evil magic, said the purple pony flexing her holy biceps. And then, at the worst possible moment, it happened again. The eccentric pony gazed at Rorono Zoro. Rorono Zoro. And then Rorono Zoro fell down a cliff again. Ah. No. Ah. All right, Sean. It was impossible to resist this time. Like a steam train, Pinkie Pie was pulled towards Rorono Zoro. Ah, steam train. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a patrolling in a war. It was like a rifle's piercing through her heart. Parentheses and other lower regions of the body. Ah. It was a light magnets. 
There was no resisting, no mercy, no pants. No longer anything else mattered. Roronoa Zoro looked shocked and then, and then, thank you for punctuating that, Danny. <laughs> and then, not shocked. He had known all along, of course. How could the pink pony have been so stupid? Those long looks at each other. The times they gazed at the stars together. The candlelit dinners. The steamy showers. The non-stop sex. It wasn't just friendship. It never was. It was more and Roronor Zoro had known all along. I knew, Roronor Zoro said. Oh, the pink pony said, realizing all this for the first time. But there was more. Roronoa Zoro wasn't pulling away. He was pushing tighter, holding the pink pony like a wild rhinoceros. <laughs> At some point, their clothes came off. Okay. <laughs> All right. They got ripped in the process of the passioning. Pa- passioning. Pishoning. <laughs> sure. She didn't care. This is what she had needed for so long. Too long. Friday. Maybe more. But this was now, now. Now, now. I want to now, 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 now. <laughs> so are they still covered in Satan bits while they're doing this? Yes. Of course. That's what makes it better. Satan makes everything hotter. The eccentric pony and Rora Nora Zoro together at last. They canoodled like lovers and made love with their naughty bits. And covered in Satan bits as well. They took it in turns, inserting their bits into each other. Pinkie Pie inserting her bit into Roronor Zoro. Then Roronor Zoro inserted his bit into the eccentric pony. They repeated this a few times. Toys were used. Afterwards, when they had finished cleaning their bits, that's good, it's hygienic, mm-hmm. they looked at each other as if for the first time and had a cigarette. But they knew they must leave. They didn't want anyone to see. Their forbidden. L- l- Everyone huh? else is still in the room. They just fucked. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the mini boss was there the entire time. What's his name? Bubsy? Uh, Buggy. What could possibly go around? The forbidden love must remain hidden for now. Perhaps <laughs> forever. After everyone's already witnessed it. The hyperactive pony took one last look at Roronora Zora. Goodbye, my snuggly one. Love you too, my one and only, the pink pony. And then they departed. No, I have been defeated by Twilight Sparkle's love for me, said the remains of Satan on the floor, who was also watching the previous lovemaking. (laughs) And I will continue to love you, Buggy, even though you turned out to be Satan. Because that's what, yeah, because that's what good guys do, love. With that, Buggy slash Satan exploded again. For good <laughs> this time. No sequels. Phew. Goodbye, my friend, said the purple pony to Buggy slash Satan's vapors as they left the scene for good. With that, they went home, living happily ever after and never thinking about Satan again. The end. Yay, brilliant. All right, I don't think about Satan anymore. I oh, know I thought about him. <laughs> I, I guess with this, we're done. Yeah. Yeah, we're done for the night, I guess. Yeah. Good game. Cool. Thanks for having us on. It was a lot of fun. Yay. Yeah. Thank you very much. One, one second. I was muted. I forgot I was still <laughs> muted. All right. Um, listen, everybody. Thanks for joining us, man. I do appreciate it. Uh, all of you for coming out. Thank you to Afrohawk and Disambiguity for both joining us today on the show. That was awesome of you guys. Thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule. Uh, I'd also like to thank our host, me, Rushfire, Sean, the porn master, uh, Jujkin, Steve-O, Val, all of you great people. And finally, we want to give the biggest shout out to our lovely 
lovely Patreon folks. That'd be Afrahawk, Grass Dragon, Chris Chalfont, Discuss, Dizdon Place, Epidel, Eric Lemieux, Evan Baumel, Josh Burns Riviera, Mana Manny Petty, Matthew Wayne Jordan, Michael Fouch, Miri, Naomi Rose, Postloth the uh, 17th? Yes, Postloth the 17th, Samantha Samuel Flynn, Sarah for the Win, John, uh, Scott John Harrison at Shaded Spider, Sean Webster, Steve Van Sickle, and The Waffle. Yay! Thank you very much for being there for us. Thank you for our new cheers. And them chairs is dank. Yeah, they're very comfy. They are so nice. Does anybody have any final words before we go? Uh, December Beauty, you go first. What's your final word? Ah, uh, boobs. Afrohawk, final word. Uh, they have to suck the fish dick. Sean, final word. Dong mouthed. God <laughs> damn it. I'm going to say dong mouthed. <laughs> Val, final word. I thought of Roro no Azoro again. No. Logs, final word. Man pedestal. Man pedestal. <laughs> All right. Money, <laughs> final words. Jeez, puff. All right, and last but not least, Steve, give us your final word. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Hi there. Thanks for listening to Friday Night Fan Fiction. Be sure to check out FridayNightFanFiction.com, where you can sign up to be a guest on the show, submit fan fictions for us to read, and join our Discord server to hang out with us. All backing music used in Friday Night Fan Fiction is available via Overclocked Remix at ocremix.org. Be sure to check them out for over 3,000 fan arrangements and 60 fan arrangement albums of free video game music. Ending credits music, Koopa Nova by Diodes. We hope you enjoyed listening to this, and we'll catch you next episode.